morning, everybody. It's great to have you joining us. Uh, if you've not met me before, as Vic said, my name is Nick, and together with my husband, Chris, we are the pastors here at Asher Vineyard. And I feel like we're getting into a groove of talking to a, a camera instead of talking to people, but I have to say, I am very excited for the day when we can come back together and I can actually talk to all your faces sat in front of me in the room. So please know that whilst we're doing our best to get to you in your homes, it doesn't really beat being in the room with you here. So we are excited about that. Now, this morning's talk is entitled, Wake Up which may be what you need to hear this morning, seeing as for some of you on a Sunday morning, you would normally be 11.30 service people and you're still just coming too. Now, I, I think this this morning is an invitation from God. It is an invitation for us as individuals, but also for us as the church to wake up in this season. Now, my family will tell you that I am not a morning person. This is not a surprise to anyone uh, living in my household that I am not a morning person. For me, my alarm clock feels like some horrible invasion into my sleep. And I'm that person that presses snooze over and over and squeezes out every last minute I can in bed. And then I get up and I'm really grumpy and run around because I realize I haven't left enough time um, and I'm generally not great in the mornings. I love sleep. There is something about being snuggled under a duvet, feeling secure and safe and fully rested. And whilst God designed sleep to be an amazing part of our human bodies that restores and refuels us, if all we ever did was sleep, wake up, and then just get through to go to sleep again, we would be missing out on the abundant overflowing life that is available to us when we know that we were designed on purpose for a purpose. Now a lot of psychologists are starting to give us opinions at the moment about how this situation we're in is starting to affect us and one of the things that is being said by many psychologists is that the expected symptoms of the quarantine that we are in include tiredness, apathy and lack of motivation. You may well have been experiencing those. Those are the expected symptoms of being locked in and quarantined. And whilst they are a normal response and we shouldn't feel bad for feeling them, as Jesus followers, we have a better story to tell than that. I believe so strongly within my within my inner being, that this is a moment for us to wake up, to not be in that state of being under the duvet and just waiting for it to all be over, but for us to wake up and to rise up into this opportunity that we are in right now. As humans, we're not born out of some accidental explosion. I don't believe for a second that we're just a mass of cells. We were designed intricately by a designer and we were destined for greatness and for influence and for significance. I love how the message translation of the Bible puts it in Matthew, uh, which is one of the books written about Jesus' life on earth. So Matthew chapter 5, starting at verse 13, says this. 
Let me tell you why you're here. You're here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors in this earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? You've lost your usefulness and you'll end up in the garbage. Here's another way to put it. You are here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. Everything about this passage screams, wake up, wake up, wake up. There is something about shining which is so bold and active. Shining is not something passive or apathetic. So what does waking up and shining look like, you may ask? Well, it starts with an acceptance that you were born to be amazing. Vicky mentioned uh, our invest group that we are in, and we've been reading a book called Destined to Win by Chris Vallotton in that group. It's all about embracing your God-given destiny. And in it, he says this, we were all born with an intense need to feel significant, loved, valued, and accepted. And sometimes we fear that we are not worthy of these things. So we pretend to be the people we think society wants us to be in order to meet the desperate needs of our souls. And then he says this, you were saved when you believed in Jesus, but you are transformed when you realize he believes in you. You see, it's not pretending or arrogance or some overinflated sense of self that means that you run after being significant in life. It's what you were designed for. He's got, God has got this incredible rescue plan to connect with his children. And you are a part of that story and he's written it for you. So don't shrink back, rise up, wake up. There are a few things I love more than pulling the gold out of people. I love to spend time with people. I'm an out-and-out extrovert, and I love to just get in front of people and hear their dreams and their passions and their hopes for life. And I love to draw out the gold in them and say, I see this in you. I see that in you. I feel so inspired by this that I see in your life. And that means that I have lots of conversations with people about this very subject of waking up to the thing that we were born for. And even if I can convince people that they were born to be amazing, the biggest barrier I find is that many people just don't know what it is they were born for. An entrepreneur and writer, Steve Olsher, who wrote a book all about discovering what you were born for, puts it like this. Mahatma Gandhi... Mother Teresa, Martin Luther King. Aside from being three of the most revered and influential people in the past century, they had another thing in common. Each discovered their what. 
pursued their what with strategic abandon and persevered until they provided the benefits of their what to those who needed it most. There is a what woven onto the inside of all of us, the what you were born for. And your what may not be something of a global scale like those three people, or even something very public, but I absolutely believe it is God-given and it's totally worth waking up for. And whether it's global or just in your household or just in your street, it will transform the place where you are when you connect with it. Now, I've no doubt that Gandhi and Mother Teresa and Martin Luther King had bad days. I've no doubt that they had days where they felt really tired. That's just human. But those days were outweighed by the many, many more days that they chose to climb and overcome mountains of impossibility to get to the thing that they dreamt of. They shook off the, I can't, and they ran into the, I must. So how do you discover your what? Well, if you want to get the most out of a product that you've bought, and you want to get everything that's possible out of it beyond a first glance, the best way to do that is to go back to the manual and to get the wisdom and the insight from the maker. Or in our household, ask Chris because he's read the manual and I never read manuals. So that's generally how it works in our house. So therefore, if you want to get the best out of your design, the best place to start is to go back to the wisdom and the insight of the maker. Go back to the manual Read the Bible, look for how he's trying to show you things through it and speak to you in it. Go to God with open hearts and empty hands saying, I'm in. I don't want to live a mundane, monotonous life anymore. I want to pour myself into fulfilling the thing I was born for. Ask him for courage and perseverance. Sit with him and consider you know, what were the things you used to dream of doing when you were a child? What makes you angry? What gives you joy? If time, energy and money held no limits, what would you be doing with them? The answers to those questions are all written in your design. So we are in a unique moment of history right now. And with that comes a unique opportunity. Rest matters, yes, absolutely it matters to rest, but there has to be more to life than that. In this season and the next, the world needs to know what they were for. The world needs people like you to connect with the thing you were born for and then run after it, to wake up and rise up. Not because of the gifts and skills and talents you have, but because of who you represent when you do that. It is time to start shining, cooperating with our God-given identity and bringing out the God colors in everything we do and touch. You were called to be a kingdom carrier, taking God's way of doing things into every situation you walk into. You were designed to be a hope bringer, a miracle worker, a light bearer and much more. 
self-seeking success and influence is really exhausting and draining. If you're doing it to make yourself feel good about yourself, then you will end up being pretty exhausted. All of this has to be held in the center of a deep relationship with God as Father. The key is discovering your what with him. John 15, 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, then you will bear much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. Don't try and pursue these adventures on your own without him. And why does it matter now in the middle of a pandemic? Why am I choosing now as this moment to talk to you? Well, we all know if the predicted outcomes of a quarantine are apathy, tiredness and lack of motivation, then we know what we're fighting against. Wake up. Rise up. If your life before lockdown looked like a treadmill where every day you got up, you got the kids ready for school, you went to work, you decided what you were having for lunch, you got home, you went to the gym, you had your dinner, you watched some TV, you looked on Facebook, you went to bed and then you woke up and started it all over again. There is so much more written for you than that. And my guess is that the reason why you didn't really invest in pursuing the very thing you were born for is because you didn't have time. You didn't have time to actually work out what you were for and then change some things in your life to go after it because the treadmill keeps going and you keep running. But whether you like it or not, the treadmill has stopped. The things that you used to do every day are no longer the same. Even if you're a key worker and you're still working, it looks different. Your social life looks different. Your time looks different. This is a moment of opportunity for you to stop and say, who am I becoming when this is all over? How am I running into my destiny? Boris Johnson is going to speak to us tonight and talk to us about an exit strategy. But please, please, please don't let your desire for some sort of normality steal from you this opportunity for you to see your life transformed as you discover what you were born for and you run into it. We celebrated the 75th anniversary of VE Day uh, on Friday. It was an amazing day and we watched Churchill's speech with our kids. Um, Chris and I visited Chartwell in the last year and what a place of inspiration that is. That man's intention and determination is woven through every element of that house and gardens. And his advice for having the kind of impact that he did as a leader is this. He says, it is a mistake to try and look too far ahead. The chain of destiny can only be grasped one link at a time. You don't have to know the fullness of what your life looks like right now. But it's worth knowing what the next link in the chain is and going after that. What is your next step? What could you do in this moment of time, in this moment of opportunity to ensure that by the time we come out of lockdown, you are closer to pursuing the destiny God wrote for your life than you were before you went in? If you keep doing what you've always done, you'll keep getting what you've always got. So if you want your life to look different, when this season is over, you need to start doing something different now. Whether a psychologist tells you this isn't the right time because you're feeling apathetic and you're feeling tired and lacking motivation, Jesus says, wake up. Now is the time. 
Now is the time to start engaging with the plans I have for you. I honestly believe that people watching right now, God is awakening new adventures for you in this moment. Don't go back to being the same. Take action. Sit with God. Ask him to show you the next step and then run after it with everything you have in your bones. Maybe it's leaving your job and pursuing something you always wished you could have done, but you got stuck in a rut in the job you're in. The world would say, that's mental. Don't leave your job right now. The economy could crash, but God says, I'll provide for you. If I'm in it, I'll provide for you. Maybe it's moving house. Maybe it's investing in a totally new way of study or training to equip you for the thing that you were born for. I don't know what it is for you, but we have to do something. We have to wake up. If that's you this morning and you feel like you've got stuck, your treadmill has gone on for too long and you're thinking, whilst there's comfort in going back to that, I really, really don't want to go back to that way of life. Then I would love to pray for us this morning. And you can go onto church online and there's a team of people there who are excited to pray for you as well. We would love to partner with you in seeing the gold drawn out of you and you running into your destiny. So let's pray. Father, I thank you that you are calling us as the church to wake up and rise up. You are calling us to action, to bring the kingdom in every sphere of life that we live in and we experience. And whilst those spheres are very small at the moment for some, a time is coming when you are calling us to go into the spheres of education, healthcare, social care, politics, fashion, music, art, writing, so many spheres. You are calling us as your children to take you into those spheres. And you're not waiting to send someone else, you're waiting to send us. You're waiting to equip us to go and bring hope where people are hopeless. So open our eyes and our minds and our hearts right now to know that you have made us to be significant and to bring your kingdom. And then give us the courage to run with everything we have into that. Amen. So that is us pretty much done. As I've said, there'll be a chance to be prayed for in church online if you'd like to jump on that link there. But I would also say, if you've been listening this morning, even if you've just tuned in in the last five minutes, and you're wondering if you were designed, you're wondering if maybe you're not just a bunch of cells, and whilst you haven't believed in God until now, you're starting to ask a question of, maybe I was made on purpose. If you want to engage in a relationship with him for the first time, it will transform your life now and every day after. So we would love to connect with you. If that is you and you'd like to find out more about how to discover a life knowing God, then please do get in touch with us, as Vic said earlier, through social media, email, phone, whatever is easiest. And we would absolutely love to chat and pray with you. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. And we hope you enjoyed it. 
For more information, visit ashfordvineyard.org or maybe drop into something if you're nearby. In the meantime, have a great week and know just how loved you are.